All right, guys. Another day, another millennial screaming about their problems. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Confrontation Millennial. This is it, guys. It is real. Woohoo! We're real. We're live now. It's Nikki Ali. And this is Bill Mars. Woohoo! And today we're going to whine to you about relationships. Yay! Yay! Because I know with this day and age, relationships just seem so complicated because there's so many terms like ghosting, DTR, defining relationship, friends with benefits. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Are you dating, dating, seeing each other, just talking. talking? Yeah. God, that's the worst. I'm just talking. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, we're together. I mean, yeah, we do all these things. So probably throughout this episode, we're going to discuss different factions of relationships, interracial relationships, how you define relationships, when do relationships cross the line, Mm -hmm. and maybe if we have some more time, some non-romantic relationships like family and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Maybe we should start by telling people, like, um, what our relationship status is. Um, If you want to go into that, uh, Bill (laughs) Mars. Yes, so I am taken, like Liam Neeson's popular film, we've been dating for almost a little bit more than a year, I want to say like a year and a half, yeah, so it's been going good, Um, serious, boyfriend, girlfriend, but we're not living together, we're still doing our separate thing, because you know us millennials um, (laughs) need to go get our life off track before we decide to take the plunge. Indubitably, so how would you define... Like what your ideal relationship is for all those listeners out there. (laughs) So my ideal relationship will be in a relationship where everyone just communicates. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, then I'm okay with this. I'm not okay with this. Mm -hmm. So probably open communication. If something bothers me, I don't have to like... Burn somebody's mind. Yes, my... And there's not much gaslighting someone that acknowledges your feelings. Like, okay, then... Like, I like to touch 20 times a day. I'm thinking probably like, hey, how are you thinking? Okay, probably calm down with the texting. I'm thinking, okay, then I can do that. But right. mm-hmm. let's say if I just text a couple times a day, you're like, you're smothering me. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not my fault. I mean, because I remember dating a guy who ghosted me. Yes. He tried to, like, turn it on me. I'm thinking, you haven't really contacted me. Like, oh, I mean, you haven't really contacted me. I'm thinking, really, mm-hmm. bitch? <laughs> yes, bitch. You're going to go there? Yeah, so... All right, that's cool. I am an old maid, an old <laughs> lonely maid. Uh, I have no one. Um, uh, I'm not really that experienced in dating either, so and I can hardly hear like all the people going, "How are you gonna give me advice about relationships when you're not in one?" <laughs> um, but like, I think I've like been witness to enough relationships to be able to be all like, "Yeah, no, I don't want that. I at least know what I don't want." Um, and I think for me, probably, like, an ideal relationship would be, like, um, like I have, like, three foundational things. Like, I respect, not just for the other person, but for you as well. Like, you have yeah. to have a certain amount of self-respect <laughs> and what you will and will not tolerate. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, trust, obviously. Right. I would like to trust the other person I'm in a relationship with and also yourself, too. And um, growth. So that doesn't just mean, obviously, again, not just the other person, like you expecting the other person to do all the work, but you working on yourself yeah. and working on like what you need to um, improve upon and what you need to uh, basically, like, you know... Um, I mean, like, what you need to do to reach your goals, not just in the relationship, but, like, in your life and things like that and how y'all yeah. evolve to meet those goals together. So, yeah. Yes. And a guy that's really supportive or girl, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, because I like to stay gender neutral, so whatever your SO wants to support you on. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I have aspirations to probably go into the medical field mm-hmm. to probably work my way up to PhD or something like that. I'm thinking if he's supportive, okay, then we probably work around it. Mm-hmm. He has his dream to go probably work in this, so I support my SL on that. So I'm thinking, okay, where are we guys? Are your goals are the same? Mm-hmm. Do you guys want kids? Oh, yes. That, that's a good thing to talk about first since we're, we're talking about that is deal breakers. Like, I yeah. feel like before you even go into, like, dating or like you know into a relationship with someone that's really serious you should probably know what you will and will not like tolerate and what you will not like you know accept from a person 
So, like, one of my deal breakers is if, like, a guy doesn't want any children, like, you should just, like, go away and don't talk to me <laughs> because I love babies. <laughs> All right. Not right now, but, like, um, like in the future, like, I really want to have children. I want to adopt children. So we have to be okay with both of those things. Like, Okay. So it's kind of like, okay, do I – is it because I don't want kids, period, or mm-hmm. is that I don't want kids now, but I might change on it? Is it a hard and – hard and fast no which is like maybe not so I'm guessing that's also another thing yeah like you have to I think if you're in like you're talking to a guy and he's like I never want kids I know I never want kids like don't even come to me with that nonsense then I'm gonna be like okay well I'm gonna take these breadsticks and shove them in my purse and I'm gonna go now (laughs) okay so uh so like that that I think like that's you have to figure out what level you're on. So if you know you want kids, like and you know the other person definitely does not want kids, I think what's so what a good example of this is I don't know if anybody watches the real, but there's yeah. a girl on there named Jeannie Meyer mm-hmm. and she and her husband were married for ten years and he wanted kids and she didn't. And that was I think one of the big reasons why they like divorced was because right. she like hard and fast did not want kids. And he knew this, and I think he settled, and, like, she knew he settled, too, because she said it several times on the show. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I think it's important for people not to settle on yeah. things that are really important to them. So that's one of the things that's really important to me. What are your... Yeah, I'm thinking also, dear boy, is, is what do you want out of a relationship? I mm-hmm. mean, if you're just really just down to fudge around, BTS... <laughs> Or do you want something long-term? Yes. Or you just want to feel, or just in that gray area, you want to feel it out. I'm thinking wherever it goes, it will go. Because mm-hmm. I know, especially with some relationship, thinking I want something serious versus feel like, nah, I want to play the field, right. have some fun. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if two people want different things, it's not going to last. So I'm thinking right. probably on it. Because eventually I probably do want kids, but not right now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, millennials were broke here so. yeah like kids are something that i feel like in you know our generation doesn't happen till our 30s yeah like just like marriage doesn't really happen till our 30s either like the 20 our 20s is for us to like get our shit together <laughs> like i'm picking up shit like i'm like all right well i'm dropping everything but i'm trying <laughs> to carry just gonna fudge around just eat some cake and then i'll just learn how to make cake later <laughs> see like this is this is the thing like we eat cake for breakfast and we're trying to make money so we don't die so that's like what our 20s is about like <laughs> Like, so there's no time for us to be all like, yeah, I want to marry you, like, right now. Like, no. Um, yeah, but I'm guessing, actually, I also read an article about what certain parts depends. Like, I know, like, bigger cities where education is more important, mm-hmm. and it also depends on the people you're around. So if the people around you are like, okay, I want to go do this with my life, I want to go do education, then, yeah, most people will wait longer to have kids until people establish itself. Or some places, like, okay, people are having babies by high school then, then of course I'm it's thinking. like a fever <laughs> it's like a disease <laughs> everybody has it um i know i get what you're saying um i think that that has a lot to do with it too and of course like we were talking about this uh, earlier yeah. family has a lot to do with it too like yeah. what do you have like a whole bunch of family members that are like like getting married really quickly and having kids really quickly and so and there's like that like tiny pressure like it's not said but it's yeah. felt like everybody else in my family has this like shit like going on and like i want to do the shit too yes like, <laughs> or probably just dropping his like you know it'd be great to have grandkids oh man or you know you look beautiful in this wedding dress i mean you found the right guy yet every single time i go back home to my backwoods country family <laughs> they're like <laughs> so where's that boyfriend and I'm like his name is Job (laughs) we're having a great time it's complicated with us Mm -hmm. yes um so yeah those are some of the deal breakers um well for me also a deal breaker is smoking tobacco yeah so I'm guessing if you smoke tobacco it's probably a deal breaker because I had a parent who actually died of cancer and she was a smoker so yes and that's just a whole bunch of mess so generally that's kind of like an instant no pussy card denied nothing (laughs) yes (laughs) i'm gonna have to go with that too yeah because mostly because i'm allergic to smoke but also because like i i wouldn't want to like watch like somebody that i love like purposely hurt themselves so i feel like with smoking and then alcoholism those yeah. are big things for me. Um, gambling, like yeah. addiction, 
like anything that uh, any kind of addiction for me is just kind of like mm, no. yeah I don't want to really touch that. I don't really want to touch that oh oh here's a good one we talked about having kids but is there is a deal breaker if your significant other already has kids um, in this day, well, for me right now, since I really don't want to have kids, I guess it depends. So for me, it will be a no, but I think eventually I might able to come around because I'm guessing generally, because when you have to date someone, the kids have to bond with you as well. Right. So, so at the moment, I probably don't see myself with a guy with kids and I'm lucky right now. I'm, my SO doesn't have any kids. So <laughs> Uh, but eventually down the line, let's say for God forbid a situation doesn't work out and let's say I'm in my late twenties, early thirties, then yeah, I'll probably be more open minded dating some of the kids. Yeah. Uh yeah, definitely same for me. Like right now, I wouldn't want to date any guy that has already has kids. Um, mostly because I'd be all like, <laughs> I don't want to be your stepmama. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, no, I do I I'm not ready for kids yet, I guess. So that's that's a good one. Um, okay, so we talked about deal breakers. Right. Is cheating a deal breaker? Yes. Okay. And I'm guessing another thing is how would you define cheating? Yes. Because one person said emotional cheating could be like, okay, let's say you're intimately talking with someone and you're just going back and forth and just have this emotional closeness. Would that considered be cheating? Um, I think it depends on, like, well, I think it depends on a couple of things. So if you are having an intimate relationship, obviously, if you're in a heterosexual relationship and you're in an intimate relationship with another man, I think typically with men, like, it's not common for them to have emotional conversations with, like, them, like, other men or other women unless, like that woman is either like related to you or you try to fuck her <laughs> like, like I feel like that's the mentality that men have They're like you're not like we're not like talking like this and I'm not revealing all of this heavy shit to you and I don't want anything with you like so for guys like I feel like that's a I feel like they would try to play it off like that's not a big deal but it is like for yeah them, um it's, and, of course, like, it's the same with women. Like, no, we already know that, like, you don't tell your secrets to other people except yeah. us. Why the fuck are you telling to this girl like this? <laughs> so, um, and I think there's also levels to emotional cheating. Like, yeah. for one, like, it's one thing if, like, you have, like, a female friend at work yeah. and you just told her, a hey, like, I don't know, um, What's a good example of something you just tell? Like one thing you just like you just you happen something happens at work, like you get fired or something. Yeah. Or like you get demoted and that's your friend and you're she's the first person you tell because she was there when it happened or something. Right. It's one thing like for like a situation, like it happened once, it was situational. And I I think it's a whole nother thing. Like that's the lowest one, and then like the highest one is you have a whole other family. <laughs> like, like you have a whole like <laughs> Like, you spend a night at this girl's house. <laughs> like, y'all having sleepovers. <laughs> Go to hotels, holiday inns. Holiday inns. What the fuck? Like, so, like, I feel like there's levels to this kind of shit. Like, if you have, like, a like a female friend, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Is our female friends, do you, like, something that would, like, be a hindrance, like a boundary in your relationship? Well, for me, no, I'm guessing because also comes from a, uh, an area of trust. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, I trust my SO, thinking since we are heterosexual relationship, um, mm-hmm. I would trust him around female friends because I'm guessing, okay, he has a lot of friends and female friends and he works with a lot of people. So I'm thinking I it's not really a deal breaker. Um, so I'm thinking, which also leads to another point I'm thinking is flirting draws a line. If you're in, like, okay, that also probably depends on what you define your relationship as. Like, so if y'all are just talking and you're flirting with somebody else, I feel like y'all have not established exclusivity. Yeah. And so when you establish exclusivity, your eyes better not be looking at nobody (laughs) else. Your mouth better not be touching nobody else's or talking to nobody else or anything like that. Okay? Because you're mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
your mind. Why are you talking to other people? Um, so flirting is all like a is a probably a a line crossed when you're dating seriously. Yeah. If you're in another like a situationship or y'all are friends with benefits or y'all are just talking, then like yeah, I guess there's really no line cross. I'm thinking, yeah. okay, you didn't draw the boundaries, so I'm just yes. going to jump over this line that you did not draw because, yes. you know, no boundary there. Didn't, like, put an electric fence over there. I'm thinking, don't cross this line. Yes. Make it bold and honest. Thinking, yes. okay, I don't like you flirting with her or just complimenting another woman on their appearance yeah. or something like that because yeah. I do know some people are insecure in that fact. Yeah. Like I think the only way, like the only way that that would be okay, is if you were both complimenting the same woman at the same time. <laughs> like, cause I feel like I would be the type of like girlfriend that would do that. Like, uh, I I would see a good looking woman, I'd just be like, hey, 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 she's hot. <laughs> You'd be all like, yeah, like if <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I mean, is this a trick? Is this a trap? And I'd be like, no, babe, but she's hot, right? And <laughs> he'd be like, I mean, I don't know what to say, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah, in my opinion, a good-looking woman's a good-looking woman. I'm right. thinking, hey, I like this woman. She looks beautiful. And, of course, my dude who probably just first say, well, it looked better if you were in that outfit. I'm thinking, you're an idiot. You're an idiot, but I love you. Yes. Like, so, yeah, so, yeah, there's, there's definite levels to cheating. And I think it's different for every person. Yeah. Yeah. And I know with even our friends group, we're talking about this with porn. If a guy watches porn, is it considered cheating? In my opinion, it isn't cheating because I'm guessing it really depends on moderation where I'm guessing what my dude does in his private time. That's fine. I'm thinking, okay, I might be a little bit curious to see what he's into. So him watching that probably wouldn't be such a big deal with me. But if it just becomes an obsession where he's just really just playing, he will rather play with porn, then play with me, then he can just go ahead and play with himself, because I just can't. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. Yeah. Um, I am of the similar mindset, except I'm way more extreme in that I know, like, I don't, I don't necessarily consider it cheating, I just hate porn so much, that it's just kind of like, you're with me, and you can just discover all that shit with me, okay, <laughs> like... I'm <laughs> down, okay? So, like, you don't need to be, you don't need to watch porn when you're with me. So I just, I don't know. But what if you like weird stuff, like scat porn? I don't even know what that is, but I need you to, like, I'm going to say no to that still. Like, <laughs> I'll just look at the fuck up and decide if I want to do it or not. <laughs> like, what is that? What is that? Now I need to know what that means. No, you used to tell everybody what that means now. Okay, for those of you who does not know what scat porn is, it's uh, using feces. Oh, that's a no. That's a no, <laughs> friends. That's a no. Poop stuff, so it's also a strong no for me. It's a strong no, yes. Yeah, Simon Cowell says it's a no from me. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Randy My dog. No, nah, it's no for me, dog. No for me, dog. No. And Paula's going to say it in the nicest way possible. <laughs> like, sweetie, I just sweetie, want to love you, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would, we would have to have a conversation. <laughs> now I... <laughs> Go and be like, do you? Um, yeah, so. Or what if he wants to look up gay porn to explore his sexuality? I mean, I'd be willing to stick a finger up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Who said I can't? Like, I mean, I'd be, I'd be willing to put a strap on on. <laughs> If that's what you want, like I guess watching it and doing it's two different, different things. Different things, but then like I'd also have to be like, do you want to tell me you're bisexual? Because I feel like that's a conversation you need to have in the beginning. This is like PSA, friends. Okay, <laughs> PSA, friends. Um, you know, make sure you just have all these like important conversations in the beginning of your relationship, so it doesn't become like just a surprise. When it happens, like, he's just like, oh, yeah, I like to read Yaoi and, like, wink, like, yank off, like, <laughs> like occasionally. <laughs> like, just like, okay, and y'all have been in a relationship for, like, a whole year. And, like, you just found this out. Like, um, probably, like, six months and I guess, depends how often you guys communicate. So, like, just yes. not on the first day. Like, you know, I'm a Scorpio. I also like Yaoi. Yeah. Um, I also long walks the beach. I also go hiking. And I want to play with a little bit with scat. Yeah. So, like, um, but, so what do you like about this restaurant? Gazpachos. 
I would be all like, um, I would like the check. <laughs> no, no, I'm pay. I'm also very traditional in the general. Yes, but I, I love it. Like, I'm also very traditional after I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to pay on the first date. I just, I love it. Oh, that's a good question. Who pays on the first date? Guys, I'm sorry, guy. You got to be on the first date. <laughs> um, especially if you ask me out. Now, yeah. if I asked you out, I'm going, I'll pay. Yeah. Well, me personally, I'm thinking, okay, depends what it is. I'm thinking it's a nice gesture. It gets a couple of brownies points for me, but me, I don't mind splitting on the first date. Kind of yeah. like, okay, it's 50-50, but I'm guessing if you want to get some brownie points for me, just probably pay on the first date. Machuism, because I remember on my uh, first date with a dude that probably just wins my heart over. He paid on the first date, and I wasn't really used to that at that point. Because uh-huh. I'm thinking, first guy I dated, we split. Second guy, uh, I guess we really wasn't doing much because we both wanted different things on uh-huh. the relationship. So there's also that. So not there. But third guy, he was serious about it. Paid on the first date, got pizza, got a couple other things. It was nice. Woo-hoo. It was lovely. So I'm thinking for me, if you do pay on the first date, I have been out of the dating game for some time. So I'm thinking, yeah, it's a great gesture. I don't mind uh, going half season and going Dutch. Yeah. 50-50. I mean, so both people do 50% of the effort. I'm thinking after that, I don't mind switching between relationships. and Right. And I don't mind taking the lead. So I'm thinking yeah. from a guy's perspective, do guys mind if a woman takes the lead if she pays or asks them out? Um, that is a good question. I'm going to have to ask one of my brothers about that. <laughs> um, you know, though, like, I watch, so I watch a whole bunch of different, like, dating, mm-hmm. like, advice segments on programs. Um, and I think, like, the general consensus is that you are masculating a man if you, like, take the lead. Although, but, like, at the same time, it's just kind of like, but you're too slow. Like, <laughs> like if I want something, I want it. Like, but, um, like, I don't, I don't mind. I would rather you pay, but I don't mind offering to pay. Like, yeah. I'll offer because I'm a, a polite-ass bitch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I'll go half season with you or I'll pay. But, like, I think it's more like. I remember I listened to, like, shout out to Derek Jackson. I don't know if I'll ever listen to this, but, like, I listen to Derek Jackson occasionally, and he's like, if a man asks you on a date, he should pay because he's investing time and effort into you. So he should reflect that by, you know, putting down the dough, okay? So, but I remember, like, this one, I was watching this one, I don't remember, I think it was Steve, Steve Harvey or something, which, like, like, like sidebar, I don't, don't take everything Steve Harvey says as his gospel, okay? Oh take everything God. with a grain of salt. Like, he's very, he's right on some things, but other things, it's just like, uh, no. Yeah, he's kind of problematic. I yeah. mean, yeah, his views on, like, Asian men, and sometimes. It's so bad. I love Asian men. Okay, like, yes. shout out to Asian men. <laughs> Asian dudes are fine. Asian dudes are fine. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he has very problematic views on uh, masculinity, Asian men, um, yeah, and on top of that, he kind of gives date advice. I'm thinking, okay, you're kind of, like, cheating on your wife. Right, like, he's had three marriages. I mean, I know it takes, like, a couple. We'll talk about divorce later, too, but I, it takes a couple tries, but still. Um, but I was watching Steve, and this guy had, like, written a letter to this girl and sent it to her house and was like, uh, so since we didn't go out on another date, I would like reimbursement for your half Ooh. of the date that we went on. And he sent her eight invoice (laughs) like an itemized invoice of what she ordered and how much it cost wasn't that the lawyer who did that i don't know like who exactly it was but i was just sitting there like the gall (laughs) of this man like no you asked me on a date like you just suck it up friend like you i'm not giving you shit um clearly it was a bad date if I didn't want to go on a second date with you so that's just something you're gonna have to eat write it off on your taxes bitch like I don't (laughs) there's nothing that I can do for you um yeah so so we talked about cheating we talked about deal breakers um 
Let's play uh, yay or nay. You want to play okay. yay or nay? Yes, I'm okay. up for yay or nay. So yay or nay, obviously everybody knows what this is, but I'll explain it for those people who live under a rock. Um, yay or nay is a, when you ask questions, like would you blank? And so you either say yes or no. So as an example, and also because this is one of our questions, um, would you live with your significant other before marriage? I say yay. All right, explain. Hmm. Well, for me, I'm guessing, since I'm guessing not too religious, so kind of cohabitating with my partner, I guess probably a great step. Hopefully it kind of shows that, okay, we're both are a little bit more financially stable. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing, God forbid, if we were to end, then I guess we could probably go our separate ways. It's going to be probably painful after all those years and other stuff investigated. But I'm thinking it would be great to probably um, – probably cohabitate for both ready to take the steps. You mm -hmm. always see finances and if it doesn't work in a long time, relationship ends, it's really not a, then we probably won't be compatible in the long term considering let's say if we cohabitate after marriage and we're neither of us are compatible. I mean, that is a marriage because it's different between like dating and marriage because uh -huh. you know, it's like another bond. And I do take marriage very, very seriously. Yes. So, and of course, a, a divorce is way messier from a breakup from what I can tell. Yeah. Um, I also say uh, yay, but just for funsies. I'll explain my yay really quick, and then I'll take the devil's advocate route. Um, I'm going to say yes because uh, people are completely different when you live with them. Okay? Yeah. Um, so that like guy you've been dating for like six months is going to be a completely different guy when he's tossing his drawers all over the place <laughs> and like it's comfortable around you. So I think it, when you live with someone, it determines like their level of comfort and it, it shows you who they really are. So um, especially like what they expect you to do is kind of like playing house. You know, right. when you used to play house when you were a kid. Yeah. Um, so if y'all are playing house, especially in a heterosexual relationship, now neither one of us are in a homosexual relationship, so we can't really talk about yeah. that too much. But if you're in a heterosexual relationship and y'all are living together and he's expecting you to cook and he's expecting you to clean and he's expecting you to put it out every day and he's expecting you to and you're just over here like, um, but what you going to do? <laughs> that tells you before you take that huge step that mm, we either need to work on some things or we need to say bye-bye <laughs> because uh ain't no way i'm doing all of this and you just gonna sit and scratch your balls on the couch <laughs> that's not gonna work for me boo boo but i'm gonna say nay real quick okay to play devil's advocate because i was raised in a religious household right um i uh catholic just throw it out there it's catholic like y'all could have yes. guessed but it's catholic um and they're all like, oh, no. Um, but, like, aside from religious uh, religious reasons, I guess, I think, a, I think a lot of couples don't do it because they kind of want to have that, like, joint experience, I guess. Oh, yeah, with, like, certain religious, I'm guessing, on the nay side, playing devil's advocate, I'm guessing yeah. some people do it out of convenience, not because they take the next step of the yes. relationship. So I'm guessing just kind of doing it uh, more so on a practical sense where you're emotionally not on the same level. Right, yeah. And then also, too, I think, um, yeah, for practicality's sake, because I did have, like, one of my brothers. Sorry, sorry, brother. Um, <laughs> one of my brothers actually lived with his girlfriend for years. Mm -hmm. And they um, did not have the house in their name together. Mm -hmm. So shout out, friends. Um, you, uh, like, I don't know if you can get both your names on a house if you're not married. I'll have to look that up, but I don't think you can get yeah. a house under both of your names if you're not married. It's either going to be one or the other. And if you split up, like, all of these, like, the problems typically tend to crop up. Yeah. Like, like, um, who's going to pay for this? Like, I bought this. I want this back. I got this. I want this back. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's... The, on the nay side, practicality-wise, like, if y'all don't work out, like, you're now going to be homeless and you have to find another place to live when you're already comfortable there. And so now you want to look for an apartment or another house or blah, 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 blah. So. Yeah. And I think also on the other side, I'm thinking also, but I'm guessing if you've been dating a long time, 
I guess I'm not sure what the nature of the relationship is. Maybe it might be long distance, so you may not see their living situation. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, let's say if I go over to my SO's house and thinking, okay, I can see how he lives. Maybe I'm a little bit more neater than him and mm-hmm. probably like to clean. Or maybe I like to be rich and get a cleaning lady, and I expect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can set expectations up that way. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah, I think it's uh, better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking with yay, but I'm guessing either way, yay or nay, you do need to sit down with your SO. I'm thinking, hey, I want to move in together. How are your finances? Do you have debt? Mm-hmm. Is it your debt or is it our debt? Uh-huh. Yes, that's that's real important because like <laughs> you may be all like going in like, oh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be like two separate people living. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, with your SO, think about it. Talk about it. Um, sex before marriage. I say yay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm guessing with this in this day and age, it's not as much pressure for women to be virgins on their wedding night. Bro, it's almost unheard of to like meet a like a woman our age that is a virgin. <laughs> like and if they do, I one like, oh my god. One time I got high fived when like, <laughs> when I was younger and I was still a virgin. They're like Psh. and I was like, cool, thanks. Yeah, especially, um, like, all through high college. Yeah, um, Thinking I was a virgin. Like, what, you're a virgin? You sure? That's why I didn't tell people, sidebar. Like, when I, like, all through college, like, I did not tell people. My parents even told me not to tell people that I was a virgin. Yeah, I mean, a lot more people are shocked. I'm guessing depends. Yeah. I'm guessing it is a part of your dinner, but it's not your whole one. Because, yes. you know, I like a lot of things. I like anime, video games. I also love to read about biology, science, mm-hmm. and research. I mean, no longer virgin now, but I'm guessing in this day and age, we have a better understanding of a lot more. The hymen isn't proof of a woman's um, virginity. It's not. Friends, friends, facts, facts. That's <laughs> not like, like, ah, you broke my, no, you probably broke it because you did the stretches too hard, Betty. Like, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> like, you probably already broke it, okay? Um probably sticking in the wrong hole so that's also true oh god do you remember there was a story on the news and it was this woman that had reported to her doctor that like she was having problems like i guess urinating or something and they later found out that he had been putting it in the wrong hole like for years she was old yeah she she was like in her 60s yeah and i was like how could you put it in the wrong hole for that many years well they didn't have like female but what did you think the other hole was well, they thought women only have two holes. P, P period, and poo. <laughs> I mean, Stupid. P and periods in one hole. Women have three holes. Yes, like, please. And sexual, we're going to have to do a sexual education, like, show, like, later. Because yeah. I feel like all these teenagers need it. Um, yeah, and there's, like, a whole subreddit for bad women's anatomy. So hopefully in a future episode, we're probably going to go through that rabbit hole. And so I can laugh my ass off. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I also say yay, sex before marriage, because I feel like, um, you don't want to be having bad sex, ever. Don't have bad sex, ladies. <laughs> I mostly say ladies, because I feel like with men, like, don't, do they have bad sex? I mean, I guess they could, but, like, it don't take that much for y'all to, for orgasm. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, all you need yeah. is your hand half the time, like, <laughs> and it don't even need to be soft or nothing. <laughs> So I'm just saying, like, I'm uh. so like, don't be having bad sex, ladies. Um, but yes, I think you should determine that before y'all get married, because um, what if y'all get in a sack and you just like, well, this guy he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. Just like, um, just do it. Like, just at least once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing whatever you're comfortable with, I'm think I guess it needs to be on your own terms. Yes, because I'm guessing speaking personal experience, where here I was with this fine six foot one tall dude with a meter long King Kong dong, and I mean he was fine, he was strong enough to lift my fat ass up, but. <gasps> Just honestly, I just realized, no, this doesn't feel right. It's mm-hmm. not the right time. Yes. I'm thinking, probably thinking, yo, don't be a bitch. Go for it. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know what? Gonna be a bitch, bitch out, and just got my bitch ass out of there. That's right. You gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, like, I feel like, um, 
I don't know. Like I always have like, oh, sex has been like just societally pressed upon women to be more emotional in general. So like, even though like, I feel like we could just as easily like not care about sex if men had not like just put this in our heads. (laughs) But like, unfortunately for us, We've all been raised to feel like sex is just the most beautiful <laughs> emotional experience that there is. And so if that's how sex is for you, it's not for all women, yeah. but if that's how sex is for you, then you should wait. I think in general, you should just wait to have sex with someone yeah. you trust like, and that will respect you and wants your pleasure. Please yes. get with someone that wants you to have pleasure. And be educated about sex, about condoms, contraception, STD, because we live in a state where it's not required to probably learn about sex ed. It's so. not. Sex ed was terrible. I don't even remember health education class. I mean, I only just remember is like puberty and you know, like stuff. Just don't take the diagram of the woman's uterus outside the room. That's all I remember from it. But um, educate yourself on what is sex is and also waiting because I'm guessing if you are a virgin and you're probably in your 20s or even 30s, there is no shame in that. You are yeah. smart. Don't yes. get emotionally involved and you stay pure. I mean, STDs and all that and pregnancy. So yeah. I'm guessing you don't have to worry about the baggage. So. Yeah, like, I mean, like, you you just got to do what's comfortable for you, and I yeah. think that's basically, that's it. Um, this is a stupid question, but why not? Would you date someone shorter than you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 5'4". Um, I guess it probably, I might be, because I guess maybe, because a lot of guys who might be shorter if I do date, they do have to compensate with a better personality, so I'm guessing if it's not a big issue for them and they're comfortable in it, I'm thinking it might be a talking point. I'm thinking, are short jokes out of line or no? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, um, most likely, I wouldn't mind it. Um, I'm going to say nay, mostly because I'm the devil's advocate and because I'm a giraffe. Um, <laughs> like, even taller, men that are taller than me, I'm 5'9" sidebar um but even men that are taller than me have made a big deal about like how tall I am and I'm just like okay but you're taller than me it's not that big of a deal like you're like three inches taller than me like why are you making like you're six foot one why are you making it such a big deal bitch you don't know my struggle <laughs> but it's just like it's like why so I feel like I should avoid it altogether but I in saying that I would not mind if you don't mind having to get on your tiptoes kiss me like, like it's it's about you. Like, if the dude is like, mm, if you're whining about it, like, you're not gonna do nothing. Like, I mean, get away from me. I Go. mean, what if he like wears like heels or just get like a little step stool? I mean, as long as he doesn't bitch about it, we're fine. Or I'm gonna punt his ass away. <laughs> punt his little short ass away from me. <laughs> just punt little Kevin Hart. That's right. Street. Yes, I would punt Kevin Hart down the street. The sidebar: Don't like Kevin Hart right now. Um, with his stupid Indians and cowboys birthday party he had for his baby that poor baby <laughs> anyway um what else did i what else did we put on here um i don't know do you have any more yay or nay questions let's see yay or nay questions i'm guessing we already asked the one about the kid I'm right yay or nay let's see would you date a guy that is a stripper or an SO that is a stripper who does have to work with people or a porn star mm. or a sex worker? I don't know. I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> Mostly because I don't like to share. <laughs> I don't like sharing. But, like, I say that, but I have a lot of, like, I wouldn't date, like, guys, like, guys in professions that I wouldn't date, which is kind of bad. But that's just where I am in my life. Like, I don't think I would date police officers, especially if you were a police officer and you were, like, a yeah. non-white police officer. Because wow. then the whole time I'd be all like, well, what if somebody shoots your ass? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't think I'd date somebody in the Army. Oh, because, yeah. again, I'd be like, what if somebody shoots your ass? <laughs> okay. Like, I would just be worried the whole entire time. I'd I mean, what if they're in the Coast Guard when you get shot at by a tsunami? Um, yeah. <laughs> yes or like if you're in a job where your life is in danger i don't know if i could do it because then i just the whole time i'd be like oh my god he's in a ditch somewhere like, so there i was just a school teacher you know kids be crazy bro if he i don't oh well, I, I probably need a teacher 
but, but though I'd be all like, mm, then Kate, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would, I, who else wouldn't I date? There's another one where I was like, no. Well, I wouldn't date a stripper, like I just said. So what about a doctor? Uh, I'd date a doctor, but I'm needy. <laughs> I guess it really depends on their specialty of doctors. Yeah. I mean, if they're dermatologists, they're the most happiest doctors. I'm thinking, yeah, what's up? But if they're like a cardiologist or yeah, trauma or surgeon. Yeah, like those people that are common specialties that everybody goes, and you have no time for me. And I'd be all like, well, he sent me more gifts. <laughs> so I get, if you're, a, listen, if you're here for a uh, a relationship that's based purely on financial needs, then go ahead, girl, get you a doctor. <laughs> Okay, it's like having a sugar daddy, except you don't have to give anything in return, hardly. But the thing is, they have like such high like student loan debt because you know medical school is hella expensive. It is hella expensive. And then of course they probably don't come out to medical school till they're older. I'm thinking the only people that probably make money is like engineers or tech people. But tech bros are could be pretty weird though. Tech bro engineers are. <laughs> I'm tired of them. <laughs> and I'm just kidding, engineers. You can come to me. I don't care. Um, but like, uh, there was another profession that I was gonna say that I completely forgot. I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Whatever. It's gonna come to me in the middle of this recording. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> what is it, like actor? No, it's something else that probably has to do with like servicing other people. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember. We'll come back to it. Okay, but um, all right. Oh, let's talk about marriage and divorce. All right. Okay, so marriage. Do you think that now in the time that we are in that marriage is becoming less of a requirement? Yeah, because I'm thinking nowadays, I'm guessing marriage is not all the end-all be-all. and There's not as much pressure to get married because I'm thinking Kind of like with us millennials, labels mean a lot of things. Kind of right. thinking like if you're going to get married, people have expectations like, okay, marriage, you're going to need X, Y, and Z. You need the poofy dress. You need yes. the location. Uh-huh. You do X, Y, and Z. Then what you can do, the honeymoon. You can do keep doing this. And I guess it kind of gets expensive. Yes. So I'm guessing marriage, I do know, especially, well, Facebook stalking a couple of our friends from high school. Yeah. Some of them are getting married. So I'm yeah, thinking, I'm not sure. It's probably the area that we live in. So I'm thinking marriage does have some relevance in society because I'm guessing there are benefits like tax benefits and, of course, like medical issues. You're probably like, mm-hmm. okay, what do you want to do? And I'm guessing also if you want to write a will, I'm thinking you want to give it to my spouse. And I'm guessing maybe it's just probably the tradition in me because right now I'm agnostic. But I was raised in a Christian household, Baptist. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking probably when it comes to kids, I'm thinking probably I'm not sure people still think that having kids is probably the ideal situation, especially get married. But Mm -hmm. also on top of being raised in Christian, I was also raised by a single parent. So I'm thinking there it could be possibly be raised a child by yourself so there's also that so i'm guessing too long didn't read version of it um i'm thinking marriage does have some relevance i don't have any personal uh experience with it i mean just looking through friends and my even my own family of marriage so i'm thinking yeah i think marriage does have some relevance today and hopefully one day i may be able to get married for me, like, I've come to this position in my life where marriage is, like, at the bottom. <laughs> okay, like, I literally, I want to have a kid more than I want to have be married <laughs> at this point. Just have a tiny me. Um, but, yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like at this point, marriage in our society has probably lost a little bit of its meaning. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you know, like, in the in the... Catholicism type standpoint or whatever. Yeah. Like marriage is supposed to be the covenant between a man and a woman and blah, 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 whatever. And you make promises to each other and you're supposed to be together forever, but uh, for word to you die, whatever. I said forever. Yeah. We're not immortals. Um, but like, um, I don't know. I just feel like people are finding meaning without marriage. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. it, it, to, at this point, I feel like it's just a title. Yeah, it's a title that has like some benefits, but 
I mean, there are some states where you can common law married. Like, if you just yeah. live together. I, are we one of them? I don't know. Is Texas a common law? I'm going to look it up later. <laughs> Should have done my research. I'm sorry. Next yeah. time. Yeah. Um, Next time. Um, I do think, like, also with marriage in the olden days, it was probably more as a business transaction. Like, okay, yes. then I have the princess of Lithuania, and then you are the prince of Virginia. You two get married, and we shall make a powerful empire. Yeah. And then for young, um, the poor people thinking, okay, you are a baker of the bakers, and you're a smith of the smiths. Mm-hmm. We should get married, have some children. I mean, I halfway like you, so yes. <laughs> I don't despise your face. <laughs> so we can get married. And um, then also going on, marriage kind of has like more pressure where um, in a relationship, marriage, you have to be that person's everything. You have to be their best friend. You yes. have to be their psychologist. Mm-hmm. You have to be their date, their plus one. You have to be their everything. On top of that, you have to be your wife and then husband. And then you need to put it down in the bedroom. And uh-huh. then there's like more and more pressure. But nowadays, gets kind of reverting backwards where you don't have to be marriage doesn't have to be the end-all be-all like okay if you love someone you probably don't have to get married you can just live together um boyfriend girlfriend and just have kids because i'm guessing yeah there's not as much pressure yeah right yeah i would say um I would say that, yeah, the business transaction thing makes sense. And I think for our parents' generation, it was more like, I mean, you live down the street and, like, I don't hate you. And, like, I think you would make pretty children. And um, we grew up together. uh, So, yeah, let's do this thing. Um, But, like, I don't know. I feel like today's marriage is more about it takes more time. Like I said, like, we don't, we typically don't, like, millennials typically don't get married till like, we're in our 30s. Yeah. So, um, I think it's more about getting, I think it is more about finding that person. It's a lot of finding because yeah. it's so, like, the world is so big now. We have so much access to everything yeah. that I, my, oh, that's a good question. Do you believe in soulmates? Uh, no, I don't believe necessarily believe in so much. I just believe in probably finding someone you like. And if you're on the same wavelength, maybe it might be timing, maybe it might be place, then probably just work it out and work together. So I'm thinking that's probably it. Um, I don't know if I believe in soulmates so much. I do think that you can. I think it is possible to find somebody that you have a really strong connection with mm-hmm. and that you would. And I think that's important for a marriage too, is to find someone that you have a really strong connection with and that you wouldn't mind. Like if the love, like that your love shifts. Like, yeah. so maybe like when you start off and you get married, it's real, like, yeah. like it's really powerful and it feels really passionate and it's really like lustful and it's really yeah. this, that, but then it slowly, as you like grow older, it's more of like a companionship. Yeah. Like, we go on trips together. Like, I think that's, like, where my parents are Yeah. Uh, right now. Like, they're going on trips together constantly, and they're, like, I kind of, like, refinding themselves, like, you know, because when they first got married, it was kind of about us. Right. Um, which is, guys, which is what happens when you have kids. Like, <laughs> when you really get married early, like, enjoy some of your youth years. Yeah. Okay, but they, it was all about us, and now that we're all grown, they get to go on trips more, and they get to have fun more with each other, and they're like I mean they have their fights obviously and I don't know what they do in the bedroom and I don't want to know but like they it's 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 a friendship like they tell each other everything so I mean I think that's what when you get into a marriage I think that's what you need to go into it for you need to go into it like okay I love this person like this now but I know down the line that it's not going to be the same and I'm okay with that and that we're going to grow and we're going to get past it and we're going to find a new yeah, and I think another thing with millennials with us probably getting married less and less that really with baby boomers, because I also know with divorce laws were changing like in the 70s and the 80s, mm-hmm. kind of feel like the, the radical view, like, okay, I see people getting divorced thinking, okay, those two people are not compatible in yes. any way and uh-huh. kind of seeing them get divorced. And I remember like a lady I used to work with, um, she married this guy in her hometown. It's like, and they're from Louisiana. Yeah. So, um, of course, they kind of impression like, well, if you guys are kind of shacking up, you guys should get married. Yeah. So then they got married. They had a kid, and uh, it 
it didn't end up well. I mean, he was kind of racist against interracial relationships, mm-hmm. like blacks with black people. And of course, she didn't see him like for years. Like they can't even stand to be in the same room together. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of sad to me. So like when she had to go give her daughter for the summer. So what she does, like she lives in this stage, like, okay, then I'm giving you to my ex-husband's family and my ex-husband then will bring up to my ex-husband in Louisiana. So I'm thinking, oh my God. So they can't, and it's just kind of sad to me. I mean, you like someone enough to probably get married and probably like someone enough to have a kid. So I'm thinking at least there must be some red flags probably came up earlier around right. that taser. I mean, it's just came overnight, but I don't know. So any of you guys who experience other things, probably leave us messages. Leave us some messages. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I'm going to set up. I was supposed to do this yesterday, but I had a terrible <laughs> week, y'all. Um, I'm going to go to my therapist soon, though, so just, like, bear with me. Um, but I'm going to set up an email account. Um, uh, and when I set that up, the next episode, I'll probably leave a little blurb in there, like, the email address. And y'all can send us, like, advice. Or like questions, because we definitely want your questions, because I like to help. We like to help people. Yes. like to help. Um, so definitely, like, I'll get that set up, and um, I'll give you all the details next time. But back to this divorce thing. Um, I think, do you think divorce is a death sentence? Um, I don't think it's necessarily a death sentence. I'm just thinking it's just a sign that a bad marriage is over. Right. And I'm thinking i rather have, like, it was just divorced because if it's just a really unhappy marriage. Mm-hmm. You guys just rush into it. It's unstable. It's probably better, especially if there's kids involved. Oh, yes. So I'm guessing growing up thinking, okay, this is what a relationship look like. That's probably going to fuck you up down the line and dating <laughs> life and everything. Yes. So I'm thinking, okay, if it's not perfect, if it's so much issues, you can't even function, it's right. emotionally draining or for multiple different reasons, I don't think it's necessarily your death sentence. I'm thinking probably it's the right thing for the couple, then probably just go for it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like if you know that, um, and I don't think like all people kind of paint divorce as this kind of like this sad, like terrible thing, like, oh no, y'all got divorced. But I feel like a lot of the times, like, a lot of couples are divorced amicably and they're still friends. They're yeah. just all like, we interpreted this feeling in the wrong way or it lasted, this feeling lasted and we don't want, you know, to continue out and we think we'd be better as friends or something. So I feel like um, divorce doesn't have to be as ugly as people paint. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. So what else do I have on here real quick before we get to question? We can't really talk about open relationships. Oh, we should have asked that. Would you be in an open relationship? My answer is nay. I will not. I can't do it. I'm so possessive. We could just let's do a rapid fire round, Belinda. Would you be in an open relationship? Um, uh, maybe not. About it? <laughs> I'm like, I thought she would say no immediately. No. Maybe uh, not. I mean, I'm down with having a threesome, but like, I'm not <laughs> down with sharing you with somebody else constantly. Okay. Um. Let's see, what else do I have? Um, oh, do you break up with someone if your family and friends disapprove? We forgot that one. Yes. I'm thinking if my family, I think it really depends yes. on why they disapprove. It's kind of like, okay, then this dude doesn't have no future. He's going to drag you down. Then no. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, then I probably might have to like think about this, probably right. meditate. Pray to Jesus yeah. and thinking, okay, then probably it's not going to work out. Then probably break up because I'm thinking, especially with family, they can probably spot some things about a person before you do. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you could yes. probably have rosy colored glasses. I remember oh, this yes. one quote from Bojack Horseman thinking <sighs> sometimes when you're wearing when you're wearing rosy colored glasses, red flags just seem like flags. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. you probably need to listen to all the red flags. So that's mm-hmm. another thing. But it was just probably like a shallow reason. Like, oh, I mean, he's Mexican. You well, sure about that? I'm yeah, thinking, he's like, oh, he doesn't have enough money or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, well, personally speaking, for me, like if like my family came up to me, not any of my brothers or my dad. My mom, because <laughs> my, my brothers and my dad will like immediately be like, I don't like him. And it's like you don't even know his name. <laughs> but if my mom meets a guy and she like and she's been around him, right? 
and she gets a she because my mom is not the type of person that goes up to us and is like I don't like him I think you need to break up with him right unless I feel like the only reason my mom would come up to us and be like I don't like them you need to break up with them is if they have a detrimental like if they're detrimental to my health yeah because I had sorry brother um (laughs) one of my brothers dated a girl and she was not mentally all there so not like in the sense of like I mean like in the sense that she I think she had depression like Um, she had something like because she I don't I don't know what mental I don't want to mislabel her because I didn't know her that well but she did threaten to commit suicide if he like left her so like I I feel like my mom probably did tell I don't know like I wasn't there for the conversation but she probably did tell him to break up with her um because so I feel like the only reason my mom would ever like come up to one of us and be like break up with this person is because she knows that like you know there's something not right so but I feel like on the other side for general reasons like if you have the type of family that kind of that has not always been the best judgment of character then you should probably be like well y'all said the same thing about so-and-so and now look what he's doing so yeah I mean (laughs) Like, you don't have the best. Like, you told me to go into Girl Scouts, and I met that heifer. And, like, just, <laughs> like y'all don't make good decisions. Like, so you have to you have to take it with a grain of salt. You have to look at your own individual situation yeah. to figure it out. But at the end of the day, it's about you and your relationship with that person. Yeah. And about how you feel. And, like, you just keep your third eye open, friends. Yes. Keep your intuition open, because that will serve you the best. Yeah, and it also depends, like, if the nature relationship, like, if there's a child involved, then it's probably going to be a little bit more high risk and a little bit more sticky. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, generally, if my family approved, probably they might be a good reason. I guess it depends on the family member, like, the family member I care about, like, my immediate family, thinking it's not good for you. I'll probably listen, but if my piece of shit of an older sibling, then I (laughs) hate him. Just want to throw that out there. You know who you are. Yes. If it's him, then I'm thinking, I really don't give a fuck. I mean, you probably have a bunch of hoes in different area codes, so you can't <laughs> judge. So I'm thinking. <laughs> so generally, I think it really depends. So, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say if my family doesn't approve, then yeah, yeah, I probably might have to take it out. Or if my friends, an extension, my friends, I think yes. my friends are a pretty good judge of character. Yes, so I, I think, think I am. Yes, I think you're a great judge. I think Belinda is a great judge of character too. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that it extension, like if my friends were like, mm, Nicola, I don't know if it's just I don't know if I like that person. They'd be all like, all right, well let me sigh at him for a little bit. Um <laughs> But y'all are typically like, yeah, go for it, go for it, go for it. And I'm over here like, I'm trying to be cautious. <laughs> but let me see. Well, I don't really have anything else too terribly. Exciting. We didn't get to like defining all of the relationship, like ghosting and other things. Yeah. Like that, but we can say that for another one, I guess. Yeah. I can post the stories. And of course, I didn't really have to get time to do Reddit relationships on. Um, so Reddit. probably get some Reddit advice. Well, advice for people Reddit. Yeah. Because it's probably going to be taken up and put on BuzzFeed anyway. So beat them to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're running out of time. I mean, we could technically go over an hour if we wanted to, but <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, do you have anything you want to say to wrap it up? I'm guessing to wrap it up. I mean, this is our first episode, y'all. So oh my god, so it I'm, feels so great. Yeah, it's about time. We had to sneak into a library <laughs> in in a in a college we don't even go to anymore. It's Sunday. Like <laughs> we no libraries are open. It's terrible. Oh god. So it was exciting. Is it? I mean, I screwed it up because I forgot my. Melinda had to go back and get her laptop so we could do this, and I forgot my plug. But it, overall, it's been a good day. Um, yeah, so shout out to Apple. I mean, you left me well. I mean, it's been a while since I've been to my school, so shout out to UHCL. I mean, I haven't been active in like a couple years. They still let us get a room. <laughs> Hell yeah, so shout out to y'all. Um, let me see. Oh, uh, shout out to my brother. It was his birthday this week. Oh, you know, happy so birthday. Is. Happy birthday, dickhead. Um <laughs> Let's see. We're supposed to have dinner tonight, so yes. Um, uh, anything else? We're, uh, so hopefully, we might be able to pick up sponsors. I mean, I mean, yeah. we don't have to. We're mostly using this for edu- well, entertainment. So hopefully, uh-huh. in future episodes, 
you might pick up more controversial things, probably go a little bit more in interracial dating. Or oh, yes, I we might get to talk about that. Oh, we should have a whole segment about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also probably a whole segment about blackness. Oh, yes. We definitely, yes. Uh, spoiler alert, we're both black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> woohoo! Um, yeah, I mean, I could, I like rein myself in really well for cheating. So, um, so yeah, we probably have to have a whole episode about that too. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, this has been Confrontational Millennials and like sponsors. If you hear this and you want to pick it up, like, please do so. Yeah. I mean, if we did Audible or Blue Apron, then I know we made it. I know. That's where I want Audible. Listen, I read so many goddamn books. Um, so, um, Let's 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 wrap it up. We have thirty yeah. seconds left. Um, check us out on uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. Get to do your Instagram handle. What's your Instagram handle? Well, mine's is Lady Blurred ninety four. It's public, so just enjoy. Look at my get to see my face. So match the face to the voice. Yeah, and it's uh, Nikki Alley Viewings uh, on Instagram. Um, not on Facebook, but we'll do that later. But uh, bye bye.